Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on Tragedy Plus Time. Everything's fine. I am your host, Summer Shine. This is a Rogue Media Network production. On this podcast, we're going to explore the deep wounds of tragedy, the way folks just like you survived said tragedy, and the nuances that we reflect on that now make us laugh. We're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and we're going to hear stories of profound survival, even when it didn't seem like it was possible. Sit back, buckle up, and get ready for the ride. so thankful that you have tuned in to the very first episode of Tragedy Plus Time, Everything's Fine, a Rogue Media Network production. This is episode one, and y'all, it's going to be a really good one. Um, I have brought in my friend, Wendy, and um, thanks for coming to the show, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, well, my name is Wendy Waller Stone Puccio Lucio. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. Babe. It is a mouthful. That's a mouthful. I uh, am currently married to a Mexican, so I've heard that they have like four or five names. <laughs> yes, so you're fitting right in. So I'm great. Fitting right in with the family. <laughs> and uh, so uh, this this Mexican fellow that you are now married to, mm-hmm. uh, tell us the age gap. Tell us a little bit about that age gap. Well, there's a uh, there's 12 years difference. And you are... I'm the older one. Yes, you are. I, I was like, do you want me to say my age right now? No, no, that's okay. I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> Let's just say he's legal. Yes. <laughs> you could be 32. <laughs> we'll go with that. Except yeah. that I think we're going to talk about your 40th birthday a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I have known Wendy for, I don't know, six years? Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe about six, six, six and a half. Yeah. yeah. I uh, was actually, uh, I am in a 12-step program. I have a sponsor through a 12-step program. And she said, uh, I was getting a little restless about a year into my sobriety and said, you need to go to CrossFit. (laughs) You need to do something (laughs) to get some of that energy out. And so I um, actually lived about four blocks away from CrossFit Haywire, Mm -hmm. which was owned by your late husband. Yes. Yes. Eric. 
Eric. I love Eric, him. That would be the Puccio part. That's the Pooch. Puccio. I always want to say it like that. <laughs> Puccio. Um, Eric was a fierce man and one of the kindest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. He's a he really was. cool dude. Yeah. He was really great. And um, he's the reason that I love CrossFit. I injure, I get injured in CrossFit, but. Everybody gets injured in CrossFit. <laughs> But if you long? don't get injured, you're doing yeah, it wrong. You're not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but you are an athlete. So you, I mean, you were an athlete from junior high. You started cheerleading yeah. in junior high? Yeah, I did. I played basketball Okay. in junior high and high school and track. Yeah. And I was a cheerleader. And you were a cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. You cute little thing. Mm-hmm. You sweet little thing. <laughs> yes. So you, it came naturally to you. CrossFit came out. It did not come naturally to me. I remember the first time that Eric put a barbell on my back and told me to squat all the way down and break the plane. You know, breaking plane yep. means you go below your knees. Right. So butt to heel. Par- below parallel. Basically. Yeah, below parallel. Yes. And um, I got down there and I could not get up. And he was like, <laughs> ditch the bar, ditch the bar. And I'm like, what does that mean? You're like, I don't know what that bar. means. <laughs> Bail, bail. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows. I mean, I was like three classes in and he had me squat that far and I was like, I can't get up. And he was like, you remained so calm in the face of being down there. Most people freaked out. And I was like, well, I got a lot of practice. I've been through a lot. That's exactly. Barbell on my back. Barbell on my back is the least of my problems right right now. I was like, you have no idea, dude, the shit that I've been through. Yeah, he was great. Um, some of our listeners may have heard that I referred to him as your late husband. Yes. Yes. Um, and this is a show about tragedy. So we're going to dive into it, girl. Okay. Tell us. I mean, which tragedy do you want to know about? <laughs> because I have several. You do have several <laughs> tragedies, but we're going to talk about Eric today. All right. We'll talk about Eric. Uh, yeah. So Eric and I met at... He owned a CrossFit gym in uh, Belton, mm-hmm. Texas, and uh, I went to that gym and I met him and uh, we've started dating probably uh, about maybe a year after I met him, I guess, in 2012, and uh, I was smitten just immediately, and we dated for a year and we got engaged uh, February 28th of 2013. Wow. Yeah. And then we got married about a month later. Okay. Yep. 2013 is a year I got sober. <clears throat> oh, cool. It is. That's it. That is cool. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so y'all got married and, uh, you already had two daughters. Yes. I have, uh, two daughters, Lily and Sadie, 13 and 16 now. Yeah. They're adorable. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all get married Y'all start another CrossFit box, yeah? Yes. So he uh, broke away from that gym, and then we started our own in Temple, CrossFit Haywire. We actually started in the garage of our house, this teeny tiny garage, and uh, maybe like 10 people, and it just continued to grow. So we opened up a place in Temple that was a little bit bigger than the garage, but not huge, and um, kept growing, and then we uh, got a bigger space. And so we had that for three years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. And that's where I met you guys. Yes. yes. And then uh, one morning I walked in and you were working out. Yes. And I don't remember who introduced. Maybe you came over to me. Or I, came I came over, over to you. you. I, I was remember. so intrigued. Yeah. I was so intrigued. I was like, who is that? 
I wanted to know immediately. I don't know why, because it was like 5.30 in the morning. You were doing a different workout from us. So you were doing like a pro workout, and we were doing, you know, and and I was the only girl in that class, if you remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jason and Kyle. Stephen and and Dave. Yes, and Dave. I was the only girl in that 5 a.m. class, and you came rolling in, and I wanted a friend. So, you're like, oh my God, another girl. I was like, There's another lady in here. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, and I came over and introduced myself, and mm-hmm. we became pretty fast friends. Yeah. Yeah. One of those, uh, I just knew. It you, was You were cool and yeah. be friends. It was all my cool tattoos. It was. Yeah, totally. I didn't have all the cool tattoos yet. Not yet. I and think I... your mom blames me for your tattoos. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I know she does. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got most of those after. After we met. And I was with you in a couple of them, and she's pissed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Stone. Please don't hate me. Waller. That's the Waller. Waller. I'm sorry. I knew that. Hello. There's so many many names. Yeah. There's so many names. Nobody can keep track anymore. I've met all of them, though. I know all of them. Yeah. I know all of them. Um, Okay. Yeah. So... We met, you actually became uh, an investor in my first business. I did. You awesome. came to me with Luna Juice and I thought it was the best thing ever yeah. um, and uh, wanted some investors. And I don't know, Summer, I just, it was the good Lord above just telling me like, do it. Yeah, you were insane. I was because was we didn't have any money. We didn't have any money. I'm talking that was all of our savings that we put into Luna Juice. Man, it was crazy. And it was crazy. And I'm pretty sure people thought I was insane oh, too. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to do this. But man, I tell you what, God is so good because here we are today here and are. you've sold it and I've made money off of it. Yes. And it's it's been amazing. Yeah. God has really blessed both of us. He really has, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Man. Man, he has. <laughs> Thinking back to like those days and those times and everything that transpired, I just think, golly, how far God has brought both of us. And yep. okay, so you ready? Yeah. Tell let's us. Do it. Um, all right. So we were married for about three and a half years. Um in August 19th of 2016, I had taken the day off and um, we were just going to spend the day together because we didn't have a whole lot of time during the week because he was always at the gym coaching until like 730 at night and he wouldn't get home till eight. And so I took the day off. It was a Friday and um, we were just going to hang out. We were going to go work out at the gym and go to the movie and just do nothing basically, but spend the day together. And um so I went up there with him that morning to coach, um, and I just kind of hung out, and we were going to work out, and then we both decided that we should go eat instead, because <laughs> eating is so much better. <laughs> okay, but wait, what kind of food did you get? Uh, we went to Meg's, actually. Okay, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to Meg's? We went to Meg's and had some good breakfast. Shameless plug of yes. Meg's in Temple, Texas. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're going to have to get them to be a sponsor. Yes. Yes. Um, so we went eight at Meg's and then we went to Home Depot because that man loved to go to Home Depot. <laughs> what? I don't know why, but <laughs> I would call him or text him during the day. I'd be like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm at Home Depot. 
projects? Ah, Nike, what do you need? Or... I just wanted to walk around. You just walked around the store. I don't know. <laughs> Home Depot yeah. is like his dealer. <laughs> yes, that's okay. exactly what it was. Um, anyway, so we went to Home Depot. And then uh, we got home. And uh, he wanted to take a nap. Man, that that man could nap. And I cannot nap. No, I at no, all. No, 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 I am no. not a napper. Naps ruin my entire Me day. too, because I lay down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take like 30 minutes. And I end up sleeping for like Six three hours. hours. And then I wake up and I'm like, what day Apple is night? it? Yes. And I'm pissed off. Yes. <laughs> so like, Naps make me mad, yes. angry. Yes. I'm with you, girl. So I went to the bedroom and watched Netflix and... He laid on the couch and he took a nap and he said, wake me up at two and we'll go work out. And so about two o'clock rolled around and I went and woke him up and um, he was laying on the couch and I remember laying on his chest and we laid there and talked for a little bit and we watched the dogs play and uh, we were laughing at them. And I, I specifically remember I had my head um, laying on his chest and my heart was listening. I mean, my ear was listening to his heartbeat and um, he, uh, had an irregular heartbeat. So it was always like a, a weird pattern, but I don't, I don't know why I remember that. Anyway, we got up and we got dressed and we went to the gym and, um, we started working out and it was like rowing and running and some barbell cleans. And, um, he was six foot four and just this big man. So of course he's going to get off the rower like way before me. And he did. And then he started doing his cleans and or his back squats. I don't remember what it was. And um, he started to go run out the door and I almost stopped him and said, wait for me. And I didn't. And I, I mean, I, was, I don't know why I didn't. And I don't know why I even thought wait for me, because like in CrossFit, you don't wait for anybody. Right. It's like all about <laughs> winning and trying to finish faster right. than, it's, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I just thought like, wait for me and I'll run with you. And, um, I did anyway. So we were running the the mile route and, um, he passed me coming back and I remember running and I turned around and did the run around route. And on the way back, um, we were almost back to the door and, um, I was probably like a block from him, I guess, but I could see him and he fell like to his knee and I thought that was strange. And I thought, well, maybe he tripped. And then he stood back up and then he just went down like solid on his back. And um, by that time I had caught up to him and he was unconscious and um, I still had sun, still had his sunglasses on. And I like kind of shook him and this car pulled up and stopped on the street and said, is everything OK? And at the time, I didn't I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, yeah, I think, he, you know, he just got hot or something like that because it was pretty hot that day. And, um, she kept on going and, and I tried to shake him and I tried to roll him over and he just, his eyes were rolled back in his head. And, um, and this other woman came and she was either, she was either a nurse or a physical therapist or somebody in the medical field and started doing, um, chest compressions and told me that I needed to breathe for him. And so, um, I, I was breathing for him for a little bit. And, you know, it's, I think about like, you always go back and you think about things and it's like, I had my phone in my hand the whole time and not once did it ever occur to me to dial 911, like ever. 
And then one of our other friends showed up at the gym because she was about to work out. Um, her name was Nancy. We call her Mama. Oh, I love Nancy. <laughs> and I remember yelling at her from across the parking lot um, to call 911. And she called 911. And we were still doing CPR at the time. And um, the ambulance showed up and they intubated him. And, right um, there? Mm-hmm, on, in the parking lot. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, you still, you, you just, you hold out hope until you have, you have none. And so the whole time I was thinking, surely he's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. And so I followed them, uh, Nancy and I followed them, the ambulance to the hospital, which was maybe like five blocks it away. Is it was incredibly like right close to the hospital. Super close. And, it is incredibly um, close to yeah. the hospital. And so um, we got there, and they put me in a separate room. Um, and we were sitting there. My parents were there, and um, some really good friends came and sat up there with me. And um, just looking back, it's just one of those, like, surreal moments that you, when you're sitting there, you don't think about anything except for he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. But looking back on it, like the chaplain came in, it's like the chaplain doesn't come in just to check on you. One thing that the chaplain does. Yes. Um, and it never occurred to me like that he was gone. And so, I mean, I don't even know how long we waited, but it was a really long time. And then the doctors finally came in and told me that, um, he was in full-blown cardiac arrest by the time that he had gotten to the hospital and they could not revive him and bring him back. And he was gone. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So I um, kind of freaked out for a little bit, and then I calmly went back to the room where he was, and he, it was, I mean, he was still warm, and I remember, like, I always liked to rub my hand on his um, bicep because it was, like, really soft. He had, like, the softest arm. I have no idea why. This is the weirdest thing, but I remember putting my head on his chest. You know, there was no heartbeat anymore. And I just, 
uh, whispered to him, you weren't supposed to leave me. And um, I laid there for a little bit, and then I walked out, and that was it. So then I um, walked out, and there were a whole bunch of people there, um, you know, that were our friends and supporters that helped um, help me along the way. And um, I remember getting in the car and leaving, and it was just... One of those, I mean, you ju- it's just like I look back on it and it was just like walking through a fog. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me. My husband just died. I mean, and- this is your 32-year-old, right? Yeah. He was at the time yep. 32. He was 32. He was in the best shape of his life, I'm he was. sure. Y'all yep. had been married for three years. This was like your redemption relationship too. it was it was because I had been through so much crap a and terrible divorce and yeah a ter- you know, I mean yeah just horrible yeah. this was it was my it was my was God's gift it was it was God's gift and it was my fairy tale I mean I had never loved anybody like that and right. it was it was just it was amazing I mean he was amazing we were amazing and he was amazing. yeah he really was he was yeah, this wasn't supposed to happen. No, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. And uh, so then I was alone and didn't <laughs> didn't know what to do with myself, really. Yeah. I remember the next morning really vividly. Um, I think this is when we became best friends. In my mind, this is when we <laughs> became best friends. I don't know if you remember it or not, but the next morning we kind of got the word, you know, um, somebody called me and said, you know, Eric had a heart attack and I thought, oh my God, uh, well, is he okay? You know, and, and I found out he wasn't. And the next morning we were having a, a thing at, at, at the, the at CrossFit. The, yeah. Everybody was going to meet like a little gathering to pray or gather or whatever. And I remember you pulling up, everybody was there and you pulling up and there was a box waiting for you to come sit on. And you walked in and you walked across the room and nobody came to you Mm-mm. except me. Yep. <laughs> It was like nobody knew what to do. I mean. And I didn't and care. And do you know that it, it felt like that for a really long time? Yeah. It was like people didn't. It was re. It was like an uncomfortable thing. Right. Like, I don't know what to say to her. And I'm right. like, dude, just say whatever you want to say. Like, yeah. I'm a pretty straight shooter, so I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking right, right. now. I mean, totally. <laughs> Well, I just, I remember like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to go sit next to her because mm-hmm. I felt super protective for some reason in that moment. I felt like I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. And, um, and it was weird. I didn't understand why people weren't just showering you with love and affection. You know, I just didn't get it. I, because I think that de- death is a really uncomfortable thing for people. Yeah. And when it happens, it's kind of like, I don't know what to say to her. And if, and then it's like, I have and then they try really hard to say like the perfect thing, and then it comes out stupid. stupid. Oh god, so stupid! <laughs> and you I, and I like people said some stupid things. Eddie, to me. What's like the most? Like what was the most offensive or stupid thing that somebody said to you? Gosh, there were so many to choose from. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't. I'd have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. I remember because I remember just walking through it with you. I think at the time I was far enough removed from like your inner personal friend group mm-hmm. that it was easy for you to talk to me. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's always what I've assumed was the reason, you know, like it was just easy for you to. I don't know. I mean, I think that there are just people in your life that are that you 
gravitate towards that are really easy to talk to. Yeah. And you are always one of those kind of people. Yeah. But I think, I mean, people have told me that I'm really easy to talk to. You are. You know? Yeah. So I think it just, we're just two of a kind in that way. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, I, I remember a pretty specific, we're going to shift gears a little and uh, let's start talking. You know, the tragedy is, is what brought us here Mm -hmm. and it definitely got us closer together. Um, But I want to talk about some of the stupid, funny stuff that happened. (laughs) All right. I mean, (laughs) and here's one of the things that I did and I said that was just ridiculous. Oh yeah. So you you turned 43 months after he died. Yeah. Three or four months after he died. And uh, yes, she likes younger men. That is clearly the theme of today. Yes, it is. Well, you know what? God is setting me up to where I die first this time. Yes, it does. <laughs> I think I said that to you at your wedding. <laughs> I said your husbands keep getting you. <laughs> Maybe this one will outlive you. <laughs> Terrible. That's the plan. And Wendy looked at me and said, you're the only person that could say that to me. <laughs> um, no, we went to New York City. Yes, we that was to- on my bucket list. That was a bucket yes. list trip. And that me. was my first trip to New to York City. To go to New York City during Christmas when yes. they had all the Christmas things up. And it was so much fun. It we, was. Had, we, had a, we took a girls trip. Yep. It was us and a couple of other ladies mm-hmm. that we know. And we went to New York City. And we're having a gay old time. I mean, just the best time. I wore everyone out on day one. Yes. I didn't realize how close things were together in New York City. And so I was like, oh, this thing's here. Oh, she this thing's here. drug us around all day long, and we were all exhausted at the end. And I remember at the very end of the trip, you were like, what was your favorite part? And I said, Central Park. Uh, and she goes, what was your least favorite part? And I said, Tuesday. Because <laughs> that was the day you took us everywhere. <laughs> it was fun I had a drink I am a marathon vacationer though like I run vacations like I would a marathon like I want to do everything and get in all the sides so if you want to relax don't ever go on vacation take me (laughs) that's not my style nope no I am not a beach bum I am a goer Mm -hmm. and um we, we went to Wednesday, Tuesday, we did this marathon day of where we saw everything, everything you can see in New York, because it's all just right there. Mm-hmm. It's all within miles of each other and walking distance. And I mean, we, we all went to CrossFit. It was walking distance, right? Yeah. And um, we, so the next day, nobody wanted to get off the couch. So we are watching reruns, not reruns, but we're on Netflix or Hulu. Hulu. Because we were watching This Is right. Us. Right. We were watching This Is Us. Which, by the way, is not a very smart move if you just lost your husband. Terrible move. Terrible move. Uh, And here's why. Let me tell you why. We're all sitting on the couch uh, facing the TV and um, a a Christmas, it's Christmas, it's close to Christmas and um, one of the main characters is alone at Christmas. Her boyfriend has broken or she's broken up with her boyfriend and he is going to come in and save Christmas basically. And he, he shows up unannounced at their house and he is funny and he is witty and it is a beautiful Christmas story. And um, it cuts to commercial. And I'm pissed. I'm mad. I'm like, you know what? I liked This Is Us until this scene. There's no way. And I I probably rant the entire commercial. The entire like, commercial break. Going she is off. bitching and moaning about 
how Christmas is not that happy, is what she said. <laughs> Nobody's Christmas. like that. Nobody's family is like that. Christmases aren't that happy. What What is something bad going to happen? That's yeah, what she that's, said. Yeah. What is something bad going to happen? What is something bad going to happen? And I go, that's not real life. <laughs> and com- And cut away from commercial back to the story. And as soon as the story comes back on, said boyfriend has a heart attack and falls through the coffee table. Yep. And Wendy Puccio at the time <laughs> leans forward, looks me square in the face and said, is that real enough for you, Summer? Is that real enough for you? And I'm like, oh, God, I'm just going to dismiss myself from this vacation now. Yeah. And that was one of the many times that I put my foot in my mouth. Um, you're still my friend, though. I let you know. Oh, oh, there were times you definitely let me know. That's like the time when I was at the tattoo parlor with uh, my friend Shelly. Yes. And we were waiting to get a tattoo, and this lady in front of us was telling the uh, tattoo artist, a really sad story about her dad and why she was getting the tattoo and how he had passed away. And Shelly goes, gosh, I really, really wish we had a sad story to tell. And I just like, <laughs> just like slowly turned my head. She goes, it was almost like an exorcist moment where your head like turned super slow. And I thought it might keep turning, but you looked at me and you just kind of were like, really? 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 We've got no sad stories? No sad stories. We have here. zero zero no sad, sad stories here, here Shelly. <laughs> God bless Shelly. God bless Shelly. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, uh, you've lived. I have lived. And I, yes, I have lived. And uh, that first year was a doozy. Because I tell you, there were some really crappy things that happened that I can look back now and just laugh about. I mean... I was so frazzled one day. Uh, I was on my way to work and I was late because I had forgotten something. And I turned around and went back home and drove up in my driveway, jumped out of my car, ran into the front door, and I heard this huge, loud crash. And I looked out the window. I forgot to put my car in park. Oh, God. And it ran into the garage door. I remember that, too. Yes. And I was, like, freaking out. I called my dad. They lived close. And... He came over and I got a new garage door out of it. But. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. And one of my um, other good friends, he's hilarious. He actually started a like a GoFundMe because he said that I needed a new garage door. I mean, obviously I didn't get any money out of it, right. but it was hilarious that he put that on Facebook. And everybody was trying to guess who it was. Nice. And he wouldn't tell them. That's awesome. Really oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah, yeah that was them. very nice. Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah. So I did that. My face broke out in hives. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> there was there was a lot in that first year. I remember it feeling like, how much more can happen to you? Yeah. My God. And it was like, take this huge tragedy, compile it with all the little things that continued. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a lot. But you you made it out on the other side. I did. And here you are. Here you are today. You lived. I lived. <laughs> you learned some lessons. Yep. You made some friends. I did. I made some new friends. I got some new friends out of it. And, uh, and I let's, have... can we just talk about how uh, your late husband's name is Eric Puccio, and now you are married to Derek Lucio. Lucio. I mean, come on, God. Is this a joke? Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because it never really occurred to me until we actually started dating. And then it was like this 
light bulb went off and I was like, what the F? Seriously, you barely had to change your last name. I did. <laughs> Take away a C and add an L and there you go. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. But it was a big, uh, it was a redeeming moment. It was. It's beautiful. God has really done some crazy things in y'all's lives. He really has. And I am always amazed at his faithfulness, even when we aren't faithful, because I know that there were, right. there have been right. so many times when I have walked his path and I have veered off of the path. Oh, me too. Lots of times. Yes. And he gently brings me back every time. And I'll tell you what, this um, this journey that I'm on, just it's been very, very sweet. My current husband. <laughs> current? Current. <laughs> um, he's wonderful. He is. Yeah. He's I abs- like him. He's I absolutely dig amazing. I uh, give a thumbs up. Thank you. I mean, I, obviously I give a thumbs up because I did officiate your wedding. You did? I did. <laughs> so... It was a beautiful It wedding. was the sweetest little wedding ever. It was. Oh, we had such a good time. <laughs> well, Wendy, I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for friendship and all the things that you have taught me and all the weirdness that you've allowed me to be. Because <laughs> you've allowed me to be weird on multiple occasions. So, and remained my friend. Yeah. Um, is there a takeaway? Is there one thing... I mean, there's somebody out here tonight that's listening who's going through a tragedy who has lost a husband or a kid or a close family member, and they are drowning in their grief right now. I think that the biggest takeaway that I got from everything was sometimes you just have to sit in it and wait for it to pass. You cannot outrun it. You cannot will it away. You can not push it away because it will always find its way back to you. And so you just have to sit there and wait for it to pass. And I mean, I even, I still have moments where it is like the big ugly cry. Yeah. And I mean, and it, and it's, it doesn't come as often as it used to, but it will just hit me out of nowhere. And I mean, my, my sweet husband just sits there and just lets, lets me ball. You know, he just holds me and lets me cry. And I think that that is probably the most important thing is that you are going to feel all of these emotions and you're not going to know what to do with it, but you just got to let it sit there and pass because eventually it will. And eventually you'll come out of it on the other side and that you can make it even though it feels like you can't, nor do you want to. (laughs) You really don't want to. That's amazing. You're amazing. Thank you. I'm glad we're friends. I'm glad we're friends. Hey, thanks for coming today. Thanks for letting me tell my story. Yeah, it was important. Yeah. It's super important. Okay, let's high five. Okay. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Finger popped when we did that. Let's try again. Okay, one more time. That was There we go. That was a solid (laughs) high five. All right. I love you, girl. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening. You are amazing. This show is nothing without your support. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please hit the subscribe button and show us some love. My name is Summer Shine. You can find me on all the social meds or check out my website at summershinespeaks.com. 
to hear more about what's going on in my world. A huge shout out to Rogue Media Network for all their time, love, and support. Wouldn't even be a thing without these guys. Make sure you check out their other shows and tune in again next week. A special thanks to Fish Hands for our theme music. If you like what you heard, please hop on over to Bandcamp and check out more from them. Remember, your story isn't over yet. You're still here for a reason. This tragedy is just one of the spaces in your life, and there is life on the other side. You'll make it out alive. You know how I know? I did. Peace out. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.